0: Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny.
1: And a very good Saturday morning to you. Drive Time Radio here in the city of Seattle and around the world. 1150 KKNW is the name of the radio station that we come to you on each week. And we are also... Uh, broadcast to you on Facebook Live every week uh, right at uh, 8 o'clock. And you also can get us on our podcast on Apple and Stitcher and Anchor and uh, Spotify and whatever other places you get your podcasts. As I like to say, where better podcasts are served. Bruce Springsteen gets us in every Saturday morning with 10th Avenue Freeze. out here, of course, in the news this week. Uh, cop a plea with his drunk driving charge which I thought was bogus to begin with um, I was disappointed when I first heard about it um, but when the circumstances became uh, more clear uh, clearer as they as they did um, it just seemed like it was to me uh, kind of a bogus charge which I'm glad of because uh, I have a thing about drunk drivers I, I really it would be tough for me to be a Bruce Springsteen fan if uh, to remain a Bruce Springsteen fan if he got pulled over and was truly uh, intoxicated uh, when he was driving I, I know too many people who were killed by drunk drivers whose lives were drastically changed by drunk drivers to you know, to, to to be able to just go, okay, that's it, that's all. Uh, you know, it happens and that's it. So it is uh, it is really tough for you know, would have been really tough for me uh, to, to continue to feel the same about Bruce Springsteen if he had been convicted, or actually not even convicted, but if it had been shown that he was drunk uh, or intoxicated, when he was driving his motorcycle. So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad about that. Glad for him that he was you know, that he wasn't and didn't do it. And um, you know, the, the fine that he paid the five hundred and something dollars for uh, consuming alcohol on a on federal land is um, you know a, a bogus, I mean, who, listen, if you're in Jersey, you've consumed alcohol on federal land if you drink. I mean, it, you know, you've gone to the beach, Sandy Hook, where he was, or, or other beaches there, which are in the Gateway Recreational Center there, a park, the great a Gateway National Park, and you've, uh, you know, you've had a toddy or two on the beach or in the parking lot or wherever. Uh, so, you know... Would have he he even gotten the ticket if he wasn't Bruce Springsteen? I mean, everybody said, well, he got off because. I heard, uh, you know, Trump's kid saying, well, that's liberal privilege, you know. I don't know if that's liberal privilege. I don't know that he would have got the ticket, that he would have been issued the ticket if he wasn't Bruce Springsteen, to be quite honest with you. You know, maybe you have a a situation here of uh, uh, some cop trying to make a name for himself. I don't think that that doesn't happen. I mean, it's, there's some cops that would have let him go, and other cops. Oh, listen, I'm going to be in the media here for the next. Uh, I'm the guy that wrote Bruce Springsteen the ticket, so I'm glad that's over. That's it. That's all, and we're we're done with that because that was um, that to me was was just uh, it, it, it. You know, your idols. They always say, and and if you're in this business and you meet some of your idols, you really you realize that you don't want to meet them. Uh, in many cases, in many cases, uh, your idols fail you, and I can you know I can name uh, you know more than a few uh, that you meet or I have met and have disappointed me in what you thought they were and what you thought they stood for and what in reality uh, they were all about. I'm not saying that about Springsteen. Let's you know, get it straight. I'm just saying it in general. You, know, you don't want to meet your idols. A lot of times, because in many, in many times they will disappoint you. And that's a lesson that my dad um, taught me earlier, early on in life, that uh, you, sometimes you don't want to meet these people. Um, and then sometimes you do. Tiger Woods. Boy, uh, what a week Tiger had, huh? Uh, you know, um, resting in a hospital. Uh, listen, I'm not going to speculate on Tiger's. We, we, we did that a little bit on our uh, the Mikey and Vinny show during the week. We speculated a little bit about Tiger and about what could happen. But I had a similar injury to his uh, after a motorcycle crash in 1972. And I still feel it today. I still have a hole in my leg where the bone came up and through my leg, both bones, the tibia and the fibula, Uh and it's uh, it's a painful injury it takes a lot of rehab when you're 17 it takes a lot of rehab uh, when you're 45 you could be the best shape in the world so we wish and, and it still is not going to be an easy rehab you you don't have it anymore but listen he is going to have the best doctors and the best kind of uh, physical therapy and uh, he is the author of uh, America's greatest sports comeback so I wouldn't put it past Tiger Woods uh, to be back out and golfing in a year or so uh, it'll it'll take him that long and no masters this year for Tiger unless he goes in a wheelchair. We wish him the best. He's uh, paid his his uh, dues uh, uh, both socially and athletically and uh, what a uh, w- what a spot for Genesis you know he was driving at the uh, Gv80. 2022 GV80 Genesis um, SUV, which is just out. Uh, As a matter of fact, it's so new that it hasn't been completely tested uh, by the Insurance Institute of Highway Safety. Uh, They're in progress of testing them right now. So there's no safety rating on it as of yet. But uh, I'm going to tell you from what I saw that car and You know, I have experience in this area. I've been a licensed automotive damage appraiser for years. And he's lucky he survived that accident. Without the safety advances that you see in automobiles today as opposed to back in 1972 or 75 or 85, he may not have survived that crash. But with all of, all of, the different safety things that are built in that car. And Hyundai, uh, which is the parent company of Genesis, has a spectacular safety record. I mean, they build cars that are safe. Of all of the things, all of the safety stuff, all of the stuff that you don't have to think about, the lane change and the frontal stop and the this and the that and the anti-lock brakes, all of it, the one thing that saved his life in my mind, is that he was wearing his seatbelt. And because in a rollover accident like that, many times those doors open up, you get thrown out of the vehicle, and the vehicle rolls over on top of you. Or you get thrown out of the vehicle at 60 miles an hour, and your body doesn't, you know, you get thrown into something, your head gets, you know, whatever the injury is. Wearing his seatbelt saved his life. And it should be a reminder to all of us that sometimes don't buckle our seatbelts to buckle that thing before the car starts moving. And then listen, I'm guilty of it. I do it every once in a while. You know, I'll be I'll be you know getting a car and I'll be thinking about something, and I won't buckle a seatbelt and won't realize it until I'm starting to drive. And then I put it on. And you know, there's always the well, I'm just running down to the uh, to the store, which is around the block. And I think that that is something that uh, that you need to, uh, you know, if there's a better example of it. And these things can happen. Listen, I could be drive I could drive out of the driveway of my house, and some clown could be coming down the street at 60 miles an hour and hit you and roll you over ten times. And if you're in the cocoon of that car and you're belted in you have a great chance of surviving. Uh, But if the door flings open and you fall out or you're thrown out of the vehicle, you really don't fall out, you're thrown out of it with the inertia, your chances uh, diminish completely uh, to where um, many people uh, either don't survive or are seriously injured physically and or, you know, uh, with the head injuries if they, uh, you know, if they do survive it. So, uh, congratulations to Genesis on constructing that car. I think. Um, listen uh, again, good things come out of bad circumstances. I think Genesis um, and seat, wearing your seatbelt was probably talked about more this week than at uh, any time in our recent past. And hopefully Tiger, when he gets out and he's better and he's feeling better, we'll, we'll talk to people about that. We'll, we'll, because I think that for young people today and that sense of invincibility that you feel, it's very tough for, you know, for young people to think, oh, I got to put the belt on. Now, my daughter, when she's in the car with me, she's the put the belt on. Even before we get rolling, put the belt on. Uh, every time I get in the car now, I hear her voice, put the belt on. And it's right because she doesn't want to be, uh, you know, she wants me to be at her wedding when she gets married. All right, what else do we have here that we're talking about today? Uh, the new post office vehicles. Did you see the new uh, the new post office vehicle they came out with? Oshkosh uh, defense contractors got a contract to build a gazillion of them. Kind of looks like a duck. Or a bill on a on a bird or a duck, you know. It's it's, it's a high roof. It's a you know it's a it, it looks like kind of like a sprinter. Uh, but it's got a high roof, higher roof than the sprinter, so you can stand up in it, uh, a low to the ground clearance, so that you can you know so the 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 post people aren't killing themselves all the time climbing in and out of it. And uh, it has the. Um, the low front end with a lot of glass in the front so that you can see in front of you. And it also has a a lot of collision mitigation stuff uh, that uh, is not in the the vehicles. I mean, uh, the the postal vehicles that are out there, the ones that are built by Grumman. I mean, those things were built in the eighties. That contract was awarded in the eighties and they're fantastic vehicles. They have served the post office well. They're just outdated for what's out there now and what you can do uh, with a delivery truck. And also I think the interesting thing was is while they, are, they will be built with gasoline engines, there is a mechanism in it to replace them with electric as soon as the post office uh, you know, gets into the 21st century which I think will be, uh, you know, under um, Postmaster DeJoy, who has uh, advanced the post office so wonderfully with his methods and his methodology of, um, you know, taking out mail machines and making sure people don't get their balance and so on and so forth. I think that, uh, you know, by 2250, they ought to have those vehicles. I mean, I don't know how they figured out how to do what they did already with this clown running things, but hey, that's uh, uh, hopefully that'll straighten itself out. So you look for your uh, your postman or woman to be driving that vehicle down your street in the uh, uh, 2024, I think, uh, 2023, something like that. Uh, which, which you know, we laugh. It's not that far away. We're not uh, we're not that far away from twenty I mean, I, I, I'm driving a 2022 car this week, so 2024 it's only two mile years away. When you think about it, also on the uh, we talked about this a lot last week, and I'll get into it with you in the next segment. Uh, but there is news and uh, and, and some developments. In the auto insurance story uh, that Jesse Jones from Cairo 7 has uh, been on top of uh, from the beginning. And we'll get into that a little bit more in the next segment. I want to take some time to talk about it and explain it to you. But if you are a driver in Washington State, it is important to you uh, for you to listen to this story and to make sure... That uh, that you pay attention and you pick up the phone and you call your legislator and say put the you know put the nerve back in this bill put the don't gut this bill out. All right, before we take a quick break, we want to uh, bring in a, a producer engineer Nathan. Who uh, actually, Nathan, why don't, you, why don't you jump in because we met we had a chance to uh, get together this week. Nathan, Nathan, what are you doing?
0: Sliding in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you look a, you look a little strange, man.
0: Yeah, I got that you, little you, virtual background going on here. I can turn that yeah, off.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you look like there's a science <laughs> fiction thing going on. How are you, Nathan? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. Uh, Nathan, of course, back in the studios. Me here. In the Esperance Media Studios, uh, far, far away from Nathan, because a long time ago he told me he didn't want me in the studio. Uh, we got a chance to finally meet and hang out and drive the uh, the Mazda three. We'll talk more about that, the turbo, uh, next week. But certainly a uh, a lot of fun, a fun little car to drive. I certainly agree. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot was a lot of fun. We'll uh, we'll talk more about it next week. Now, do you have a question to ask me, Nathan? You can just do it live if you want. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Now, that was good. That was good. Now, you don't remember this, but there used to be... Um, maybe you do remember it. Maybe you're a geek like me and you watch old TV shows. Um, there used to be a show on TV called Putting on the Hits. And people would come out and they would lip-sync... To their favorite song, to whatever song they picked, and they would put a costume on and everything like that, and you know, and compete for prize money. Uh, it was—I don't know if it was done by the same guy uh, that did the Gong Show, Chuck Barris, uh, but it was—you uh, know—I, you know, I used to watch. I used to get a kick out of watching people get lost in lip-syncing, and and you just lip-synced that so perfectly. That <laughs> I guess I that could they, be a
0: modern-day pop singer
1: if they bring that show back I am immediately immediately uh putting your name in as a contestant on that show I, I will I will get you to Hollywood for that show all
0: right we'll do the you what are you driving this week's show on Hollywood
1: there we go right live from the uh, live from the CBS studios in Hollywood anyway what am I driving this week Nathan you asked and I'm ready to tell you that I'm driving uh, the 2022 Acura MDX. And uh, this is a uh, this is a fine vehicle. This is really something that um, it's the top line Acura. It's I'm, I'm driving the A spec, which is the up second to top upscale model, a three seat SUV has uh, been completely redesigned for 2022, and they have done this uh, right. Uh, you know, Honda and Acura's parent company and Acura. Uh, produce vehicles that are well-constructed, well-built, reliable. I mean, there's nothing really bad that you can say about them, except they're not the most exciting vehicle to drive. There are other vehicles out there, and if you're looking for, um, you know, that kind of uh, sporty feel to it in a luxury SUV... There's other avenues you could pursue. But for 2022, it seems like Acura took that to heart a little bit. And they uh, came out with this SUV and redesigned the MDX to give it a a sportier feel. And I think in the the few days that I have driven it, and of course we'll have a longer review, I think they've succeeded quite well in that. There's a lot of of great uh, tech options in it. Uh, But, uh, you know, all the tech options are one thing. If the car doesn't give you the pleasure of driving it when you get in it and you go, you're missing something. And you don't miss that anymore uh, with this Acura. Uh, You know, what they've done to it, we'll go into in a review. But uh, certainly uh, one of the sportiest feeling SUVs, uh, that I've driven. It engages you. And another thing that they have that I think is really cool in this uh, SUV is the, you know, it's a three-row SUV. And they've developed this system where you can remove the middle of the, the two rear seats. So instead of it being a bench seat, it either falls down in the middle and becomes... A You know, like two captain chairs kind of seats with a cup holder and a a spot in the middle uh, for stuff, a bin. You know, you can put junk, more stuff to fly around in the car when you stop short. Or you can take that center seat and actually remove it from the vehicle and leave it home and get easier access to... The rear seat the you know the absolute rear seat where two people are sitting back there so you lose you know the piece of the bench seat uh but if you have three kids and you're popping one of them all the way in the back it probably makes it a lot easier for you to turn around and and get to them back there and it also has a, an intercom that you can talk to people in the back really well thought out well designed uh vehicle so that's what i'm driving this week the 2022 20, Acura MDX, uh, a fine vehicle. And as I said, we'll tell you more about it when we review it in a couple of weeks. All right, quick break here. Nathan, you're looking good this morning. I'm glad that you uh, are with us and, and uh, making the show what it is.
0: Thank you, Vinnie, and you as well. And I guess that's uh, no uh, no thanks to the sun outside right now shining into the studio, really brightening things up.
1: Well, yeah, but listen, you, you're born in Seattle, right?
0: I am born and raised.
1: See, it takes a Seattleite to have a complaint about the sun on the first, like, sunny day we have in, you know, a month. Love the sun, Nathan. Be the sun. It can't be Look Seattle weather sun.
0: without people complaining about it.
1: <laughs> Enjoy the sun. <laughs> All right, he's Nathan. I'm Vinny. This is Drive Time Radio here on 1150 KKNW. Buckle up for safety. Buckle up. Buckle up for
0: safety, always buckle up Pull your seat belt snug, give an extra tug Buckle up for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, always buckle up
1: Show the world you care, buy the belt you wear Buckle up for safety when you're driving Buckle up, buckle up
0: for safety, buckle up Buckle up for safety, always buckle up Put your mind at ease, and your riders please Get your seatbelts, buckled. everybody, buckle up The National Safety Council says seat belts can and do save lives every day Buckle up for safety, everybody, buckle up Make us part of your daily routine Alternative Talk, 1150
1: Well, I'm not bragging, babe, so don't put me down but I got the fastest set of wheels around. Or in town, actually. There you go. Back with you here on Drive Time Radio. Cheers. I'm having my little breakfast drink here. Ah, a little something to keep me going. On a sunny Saturday morning. hope that doesn't offend many people in Seattle. But it is a sunny Saturday morning. We will give you something here, though, to get you thinking on Drive Time Radio. Um, there is a bill that has been scooting around the legislature down in Olympia for um, a couple of months now. I think it first uh, started getting talked about in January, Senate Bill 5010, which would end the use of credit scoring to determine insurance rates, especially... Auto insurance rates. Now, uh, this is something that hits minorities uh, that hits um, different communities harder than it does. Not just minorities, actually. Uh, how many people, after this year, are going to have low, or after last year, are gonna have lower credit scores because they've been affected by the by the pandemic, because they've been affected by circumstances that are beyond their control it's not far fetched to think that your credit score could go from i don't know what's a great credit score 790 or something like that or 740 you know down to uh us in the 600s pretty quickly a couple of months of not paying bills a couple of months of missing your mortgage and all of a sudden uh you're behind eight So now only do you have to pay the extra interest, but now your insurance company is going to come to you and say, well, when you renew your car insurance, as you do every six months, uh, when you renew your car insurance, uh, we're going to throw an extra 10% on or 15% on because you have a low credit score. You haven't had any claims. You haven't even moved into a neighborhood that has a higher rate of theft. It's just that this credit score that we've run on you uh, we're going to drop it. We're, we're, we're going to ha- raise your rates because you didn't pay a bill. You didn't, uh, uh, your identity maybe. Uh, was. St- I, I mean, a million things can happen to affect your credit score. And in my opinion, I think it's wrong for insurance companies to use a credit score. If I have six accidents, ten tickets, whatever it is that I have on my driving record, then charge me for that. If I violate um, something, if I get caught drunk, dry, whatever it is, God forbid, charge me for that. But don't charge me because my credit score has gone down. Don't charge me because I'm having tough times. But yet, um, so uh, the Senate decided to uh, do this bill that said the insurance companies could do it. You know what happened then? uh, The lobbyists Uh, for the insurance companies, got down, got their asses down to Olympia, down I-5 as fast as they could, and came in and said, no, 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 no. Let us come up with with a system where it looks like you're doing something, but you're not doing jack. Uh, you're really not doing much of anything, but yet on election day, when you go back to your districts, you can say you fought the insurance company. So they had the insurance company lobbyists write the bill, which is, I mean, happens. it happens more often than not uh, down in Olympia uh, and, and in many places. So let's not kid ourselves into thinking that this is something that, oh, my God, the insurance industry came up with. It's been happening for years. Um, So they gutted it to basically uh, uh, that they they couldn't. They froze your credit score when you went back, but that's not going to help people. And it still hurts people in uh in in different circumstances so the governor came out this week we talked about this last week uh i asked you to pick up your phone call your state senator call your legislator and voice your opposition to changing the bill from what it was originally that that just in plain and simple an insurance company should not be able to use your credit score to determine your insurance rate there's other things that they can do which directly relate to insurance that can um, show what a risk you are. I know lots of people with low credit scores that have never had an accident. And I know a lot of people with high credit scores that I wouldn't insure if you, if you put a gun to my head and told me to do it. It's just a, it's an unfair system. It only results in profits for the insurance company. So, this week, Governor Inslee got involved. He said said that it's a discriminatory, unfair practice, and there's no reason that it should be allowed in the state of Washington. Plain and simple, he's right. Now, you may not like Governor Inslee. You may think he's this, think he's that, think he doesn't know what he's doing. But on this issue, he is right on. And I just hope that he has enough power, enough pull, and wants to expend enough political capital to um, let the better people prevail here and stop the insurance companies from getting away with this. I don't, uh, again, I'm not saying that an insurance company shouldn't charge somebody who has a bad record more money. If you get into accidents, if you act a fool while you're driving your car, you should have to pay. If you get a DUI, you should have to pay. If you um, are at fault in an accident, you should have to pay. That's That's what it is. But for senior citizens who don't use revolving credit as much anymore, for people who... Uh, Find themselves in bad financial uh, Straits many times through no fault of their own except they couldn't pay something that they Were supposed to pay at a certain time not that they're trying to cheat people out of it or anything Those people should not be um, should not suffer So again, I will ask you to pick up your phone and call your local senator, your local state legislator, and tell them that you want the bill restored. It works. I'm here to tell you, through experience, in the state of Washington, when you pick up your phone and you call your legislator, it works. They listen. Now, maybe things have changed from... The last time, but the, the the big thing that people are afraid of in Olympia is losing their uh, job as electeds, because then they lose the uh, lobby and all you know all, all the all the perks that come along with being a state legislator. And um, whether you are Republican or Democrat, whether you are rich or poor, uh, no matter who you are, this affects you. This directly affects you, your kids, your family, everybody. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. Plain and simple. And In Jesse's reporting, uh, it, it's, it is so true. Uh, zip codes that have the highest percentage of black residents pay among the highest insurance rates in the state, plain and simple. Why? Because many African-Americans have lower credit scores. I don't know, I haven't seen a study that says that, uh, but if you want to draw some conclusion to it, that might be one that you would uh, you would come to, although I find it hard to believe that it's just African-Americans that have lower credit scores. I know a lot of good old boys that uh, aren't paying their bills these days. It sweeps across every line The AARP has also supported this and said that uh, it hurts, again, as we said before, it hurts seniors whose uh, credit profile is reduced because they're paying off their loans, they're paying off their credit cards, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're paying off, uh, you know, they contracted to buy something and they're able to do it. They didn't live beyond their means. They pay off their credit cards, they pay off their auto loans. And what happens when you do that? Your credit score goes down because you're not paying things anymore. Your credit score doesn't take into account how much money you have in the bank. It just takes into account how you make your payments and your income. And many le- seniors living on a fixed income on Social Security, um, that that income to credit ratio uh, that I'm sure that they use can change. So... Please, again, before we get off of this, um, please pick up your phone. Please dial your legislator here in the state of Washington and tell them to put the guts back in 5010, Senate Bill 5010. uh, That will prohibit them from using credit scores to raise people's rates. Wanna raise people's rates? Do your work. Find out if the individual who you're insuring is a bad individual or a good individual and don't use their credit score. Don't penalize people, especially now in COVID. Leave it to the insurance companies to come up with something. You know, that'll they'll try to recover some of the you know, the insurance companies, nothing nothing here. But you're going to see in 2020, I don't know if the numbers are in yet, but I will bet you that in 2020, tickets are down, accidents are down, people aren't going out of the house, they're not driving as much as they used to. People are staying home. There's less exposure for insurance companies out there right now. Now, once the vaccination happens, uh, you know, in Moss, I think that'll change. But, Right now, uh, you know, there's less traffic on the roads, even though the traffic is back to somewhat normal. It's not back to what it was before the pandemic. Give people a freaking break, okay? All right, um, coming up, we got our Saturday morning cartoon for you. We, uh, our, our friend Jim Pallum, who lives down in Santa Barbara, ought to know this group. If he's listening this morning, I'm sure he'll uh, chime in and let me know. That um, if he knows these guys or not, we will have the Saturday morning cartoon as we go back, uh, back a few years, back to the '80s here on Drive Time Radio on 1150 KKNW.
0: Ever look inside a drop of gasoline? We do at Tidewater again and again, splitting the tiniest of drops even smaller and smaller and smaller. Then we check the balance of molecules to learn all that science can learn. All to make Flying A the most advanced gasoline of today and for tomorrow. From other tidewater research programs come new ways to bring your car a longer engine life with lubricants designed to protect under all conditions in any climate. That's why V-Doll motor oils are so widely used in 82 countries around the world. And Tidewater research also brings you greater safety with the remarkable new Flying-A Safety Ride tire, first with the revolutionary Dynapol tread. New Safety Ride tires take extreme punishment with an extra margin of safety. Watch, at 50 miles per hour, these Flying-A tires on the left stop 39 feet safer than other premium tires. New gasolines developed in Tidewater laboratories have to prove themselves under the widest range of driving conditions. They're tested for winter driving high in the mountains, tested for summer heat out on the desert, tested for start and stop driving too. Tested and tested to make sure flying A gasoline puts more action in your car wherever you drive. This research is just part of Tidewater's one and a quarter billion dollar investment for your car. And here's where it all pays off for you. In finer products and better service at your Flying A dealer. Drive in at Tidewater's sign of quality. Flying A. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150.
1: All right, back with you. All in 50 KKNW it is um drive time radio I had to think for a second i thought maybe we were doing mikey and Vinny for a moment <laughs> sometimes sometimes you actually get lost in the sauce here of what you're doing because you know you do the you do both of the shows and you kind of forget sometimes what the heck you're doing uh luckily we didn't forget uh, where we were this is drive time radio time now for the saturday morning cartoon by the way i'm your good friend new york vinny the guy that you uh, never wanted to tell your mother about but you did anyway ah uh, yes uh i search high and low for uh, songs to use on this segment on saturday mornings our saturday morning cartoon we present a, a tune for you every saturday morning because Cars and music go together so well, don't they? You know, I mean, we, we have sound system in cars now that are better than the sound systems we had in our houses in the 70s and the 80s. And there's all sorts of 50 speakers in the car and Mark Levinson sound systems. And, uh, and, and uh, uh, of course, uh, you know, all of the different companies that are involved in bringing you premium sound into your car. Uh, you know, uh, a matter of fact, some people buy a car because it has Apple CarPlay or it has Android CarPlay or the different ways that they can access uh, music in the car. So that's why I, I always think that music is such an important part of our, uh, our driving experience. Now, this week I was um, doing some studying on the history of Studebaker. It's a brand that has always fascinated me because... Uh, it's it's one of the brands i remember from being a kid uh and and dying you know one year there was a studebaker showroom the next year there was no more studebaker uh just like with desoto uh one year there was desoto and next year desoto was gone you couldn't buy desoto and It always felt weird to me that a car brand would disappear like that. Now that I'm older, I understand it a lot more. But when you're a kid and all of a sudden there's this really cool cars that are, you know, with bullet noses and stuff like that. And they come into your dad's gas station. And all of a sudden they make an announcement that they're going away. And uh, all of a sudden you're, you know, what the heck happened? But anyway, so I was watching this documentary, this uh, series on YouTube about Studebaker and how they made the transition from uh, a carriage company, the only company uh, that made a transition from being a carriage uh, wagon company over to making cars. Uh, Studebaker, the Studebaker brothers used to make wagons uh, for the Civil War uh, for the Spanish-American War, for World War One, you know, they made the horse-drawn carriages that transported our troops and uh, the materiel to places far away, and in some places, not so far away. Anyway, so the Studebaker brand has always fascinated me. Um, it, it's not only fascinated me. Uh, earlier uh, in uh, this run of shows, last year sometime, we played a song called Studebaker uh, by one of my favorites, Warren Zevon. And I was tempted to, after watching this, play that again, but I started doing my research. And I came up with a song that um, uh, that I thought was really cool. It's uh, from a band called, and I hope I'm saying this right, Zaka Creek. Now, Zaka Creek is a creek that runs uh, down by Santa Barbara, uh, through the Santa Ynez uh, Mountains, and out to uh, the Pacific Ocean. And uh, there was a band of brothers, actually, the Foss brothers, who in the late 80s formed this band called Zaka Creek. And they had uh, a little bit of success, not a lot. One of their albums hit the country western charts, maybe got in there in the the 60s or something like that, uh, uh, charted up to the 60s. But this cut was off their second album uh, that wasn't on Columbia, but was on, I think, Giant Records. And uh, didn't have a lot of success, but it's sad because there was a lot of good music on this album. So I thought that we would uh, pull a song from it. Um, The name of the album is Heartland. The band is Zaka Creek. And this is 49 Studebaker. There you go, Zaka Creek. The name of the band, 49 Studebaker, the name of the cut that we took from 19... uh, 1992, I think that, uh, well, that's as old as my daughter. 1992, I believe, is, uh, they put their first album out in 89, and I believe uh, was act they were active until 1995 or so. I think one of the brothers still has a band down in Santa Barbara and can be found on uh, Facebook. The Foss Brothers uh, are the uh, four of them that had that band. And uh, great little tune, great kind of driving along Time tune here on this uh, beautiful, sunny Saturday morning. It's Drive Time Radio. Quick announcement here before we uh, jump into uh, the Drive Time Road Test. Uh, if you own a business and you're struggling, and it's uh, preferably an automotive-related business, uh, we would like to uh, help you out here on Drive Time Radio. So... If you, if you need some uh, or would like to advertise with us, uh, if you'd like to get the word out there about your business, uh, send me an email at vinnie at drivetime-radio.com. That's V-I-N-N-I-E at drivetime-radio.com or go to uh, my Facebook page, which is uh, Drivetime Radio and TV. And uh, we will... Give away free of charge to a legitimate business um, a free 30-second spot two times a show over the next month. We will pick two businesses out and do that and try to help you out in that way. So if you have a business uh, that um, and the only requirements for this uh, are is that you're uh, you know you're not a major corporation. I don't need. Uh, you know, I'd like to have O'Reilly's auto parts on, but I don't think they need the advertising. Uh, you know, free advertising; they can pay for their advertising. But if you own an auto repair shop, a detailing service, uh, something along those lines, uh, any kind of automotive service, uh, and you're struggling, you know, you're not. You, you'd like to get your name out there once again. Send me, uh, uh, send me an email. We'll pick a couple out uh, for the month of March and. Uh, give you some free advertising, get your name out there as well. I know that, uh, you know, we play a lot of the classic ads in those spots, but uh, I want to try to do something to help people out a little bit because that's, uh, you know, that's 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 what we try to do here on Drive Time Radio. We try to help people out uh, in, in putting them in good cars and teaching them a little bit about their traffic safety and also, uh, you know, to have fun. You know, unfortunately, with the COVID, we haven't had a chance to get out and do our show at different places. But that's changing. Uh, hopefully, that's going to be a little better as car shows come back, as different venues come back, as uh, we get our vaccinations. I'm going down uh, to get my second shot today. Uh, going back out to Etonville where I got the first one, and I'm excited about I'm excited about getting my vaccination. My second vaccination, I mean, obviously you got to, you know, still use precautions and and so on and so forth when you meet with people and talk to people. But um, I think the vaccination for me is going to be a boost of confidence that uh, I'm not going to be so afraid to get out of the house and go live my life. You know, Uh, I know you probably shouldn't be, but unfortunately, uh, you know, when you when you are compromised in in certain ways uh, when you have uh, certain problems that, you know, could be severely affected by COVID. You think twice about meeting people. You think twice about going out of the house. You think twice about a lot of things. And so the vaccination hopefully will make you feel better if I don't get sick and start throwing up on the way home or something like that. Anyway, we'll be out. I'll be out in Eatonville getting, uh, getting my second vaccination. Uh, today and and really uh, what a great job uh by the people out in Eatonville at uh, at doing this uh, they have just done a spectacular job of uh, of moving people through of getting people a vaccine um, and, and uh, you know making sure that uh, that people We're taken care of. You know, that's what it comes down to. And that's the great thing about small towns is it's neighbors helping neighbors, whether it's the vaccine or bringing people a plate of food or anything. It's just that that's the way it goes. All right, time now for the uh, Drive Time Radio Road Test. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces. And lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. We were supposed to uh, do this last week, and we got hung up, so we, we do it this week. It is uh, the Lexus LX 570. This is a huge, huge uh, Lexus, the biggest uh, hunk of metal that has the Lexus name on it that you can buy. The 2021 Lexus LX is a three-seater, large SUV. Uh, with a, a four-wheel drive, 383 horsepower, uh, seats up to eight people, three enormous rows uh, that are, you know, that are roomy and, and spacious. Uh, it has a, uh, a, a video system in it from the outside. Uh, the Lexus looks like uh, about what you would expect, a large square, SUV, Not a lot of style to be had here. It has the traditional Lexus grill and um, the uh, the wrap around uh, head. You know, I mean, it looks like a Lexus. It has the LEDs in the front, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a design that's several years old. Uh, high roof, uh, panoramic sunroof, roof rack as well uh one of the great design pieces of the lexus though that i really enjoy is they took a page from bmw or maybe bmw took a page from them i don't know and it's got that split tailgate that uh uh you know the top goes up and then there's a little piece on the bottom that folds down and gives you a true to traditional tailgate and if you're like me and you like the tailgate you like to uh sit on the tailgate i you know i always go down here to uh Sunset Drive in Edmonds and sit there and have my lunch and watch people walk by. And I love sitting on that tailgate and and doing it, you know, having a little picnic lunch. Uh, and this Lexus is, is good for it. It also has, in the interior, in the seat, between, you know, in the console, it has a cool box. Uh, you can take your uh, your lunch uh, or uh, uh, your beverage and you can put it in the cool box, hit the switch, and it keeps it at a nice, cool temperature, uh, For which, you know, you laugh about it. But if you're road tripping, it's great to have something that'll keep beverages cold where you don't have to reach around into the back seat. You can just open it up and go and boom and time. You know, you're done. That's it. You get your cold beverage out. You put it in a cup holder and you get on. you want. So somebody was thinking that Alexis. Uh, inside, it's, you know, it's big. It's roomy. Uh, for the size of vehicle it was, it felt like it should have been roomier. It felt like there should have been more uh, breath there, more more ability to... It was uh, a bit tight. I'm a big guy, but, you know, it sh- there should have been more room. And it has the jump seats in the back uh, that fold down, fold up. Great trick. Takes away cargo room in the back, unfortunately. As far as driving dynamics, uh, as I said, it, you know, it'll tow a ton. It's uh, 388 horsepower. It, uh, the problem with the Lexus is simply that there's a ton of better vehicles out there designed to do what uh, the Lexus does. And, uh, you know, it, hopefully there'll be a better design for this uh, vehicle coming up. It doesn't have uh, a lot of cargo space in it uh, compared to other vehicles in its class. So it is. Uh, if you're a Lexus fan, it's a great vehicle. Uh, If you're shopping it against other vehicles, maybe it leaves a lot to be desired. And that is, by the way, $100,000 to get into this Lexus. You know, $98,520. So uh, that'll do it for that review. That'll do it for us this week. Hope you had fun with our show. We will catch up with you next week at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. Have a good week.